Previously on the Die As Cast podcast. You're listening to the following program on TFN Audio from the Fantasy Network, where independent creators and fans of fantasy, sci-fi, horror, and gaming meet to create, stream, and support the shows that they love. Creator distributed, fan supported, that's TFN. Find this and many more great programs at watch.thefantasy.network slash audio. Uh, they are now all currently gathered at the base of the western side of the river. They have been struggling to get back to the main part of town. They have a few hours until day one of the grand mustering begins. So we have a few hours before this all goes down. Mm-hmm. And and my, I feel like we're going to all need to be in that arena to pick out some people with some cross-stitching. I, I really need... I think I need to find Veridan. I'm... He has my key. I missed Faye's fight, and I don't know if my pirate queen is dead or not, but I also think that if I make contact with Faye, or I guess who's left, I can kind of, I don't know, secure our ride out of here. Which, by the way, we still have to get some of those things back to Alice Elise, also Elise. The box. Oh, right. Oh, my the, God, the box the of rats. Chest. I would be happy to take the noble mission of informing the seat of Melrose <laughs> of the impending collapse of the tournament itself. <laughs> okay. The entire <laughs> purpose for us being here. Right. We have to get across the river. We have to get going. Uh, you have six hours. Right. So, I, don't, I hate to suggest it, but I, I feel like we need to split up. I'm going to go check on Faye. Maeve, you're going to go check on Veridan. Chisk, you're going to get the rats, the doppel mm-hmm. rat and the rat king. Mm-hmm. And Templar, you're going to the arena. You're going to the sea. So, well, it's a plan then. Uh, so, just to be crystal clear, you guys are all meeting back at the entrance to the seat of Mavros. Yes, the bigger yes. old arena. In one hour. Okay. Let's get it done. Welcome to the Die As Cast Podcast. Gideon. All right, as the group disperses, you are looking out at this bridge that's raised high. You, and the road is impassable. So what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to go down the river and swim across the river. I am want to head to my ship, to the giant autumn. Right. Okay. Like I said, this side of the river is comparatively undeveloped. There are actually a few more actual buildings on this side of the river, though, uh, as opposed to just the ruins on the other side. But um, as uh, you head down the uh, uh, the riverbank, uh, I'll just get you to roll me a 20-sider, please. Do I add anything? Uh, yes, you can add your perception if you have any perception to add. I do, and it'll be 18. So the riverbank has lots of, like, scrap lumber, has some, you know, garbage, there's a little bit of algae. This is a pretty marshy, swampy area of the river. And you can see two 
Not large shapes, but they're about, you know, two feet in diameter, three feet in diameter, moving slowly through the marsh area along the edge of the river. Uh, towards me or in like a patrol pattern? Uh, they are moving towards you, but not directly. Okay, I'll back up from the riverside a bit. Uh, do they look organic or do they look metallic? They look organic. Okay, yeah, I'm just going to take a few steps back and just maybe pull out my two swords. My gilded scimitar and my peasant blade. <laughs> Remind me about that peasant blade. I remember that. It's not. Oh, it's not anything specific. It's just like one of my swords is very, very fancy. And then it was kind of what was given to me as when I first joined the crew of the Giant Autumn. And then my peasant blade is just my first sword that my mom's ever gave me. So it's just kind of beaten down, very simple short sword. Cool. Uh, roll me a nature check. Nature. Uh-oh. Oh, I keep forgetting how smart Gideon is. Like, actually. Uh, that'll be a 15. All right, so you're seeing this sort of crab creature, and it's known to you, because of your nautical background, as a sporous crab. And the only reasons of any interest is the fact that it will pick up all sorts of shiny objects, including sometimes actual treasure or actually... Interesting items. Ooh. Mmm. I want to, but I want to know more if Faye is alive. So, ideally, I want to, like, hop across this floatsome jetsam frogger style and avoid the crab. Yep. The, the crabs are just moving along. They're not, they're not looking for anybody. They're just oh. doing their animal crab thing. This is hurting my pirate brain. Ah! Do I save my pirate queen or do I take the pirate gold from the pirate crab? <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll, uh, no, I'll, I gotta know about Faye. I'll get into the ship. Uh, you swim across the water. The, uh, the current is moving at a pretty good clip, but it's easy enough to flow through. Get to where the ships are docked. You can climb your, on your ship directly or you can go up on the dock and, and move over that way. Uh, yeah, I'll just go on my ship directly. How, how, how is everybody looking since we saved all these ships? Everything still kind of copacetic? Uh, yep, there's, there's quite a few things happening. All right. You hear the sound of uh, music off in the distance. Uh, do I recognize it just like, as just like street music? No, it sounds processional. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go on my ship first, though. You climb up uh, aboard the ship and... Uh, there is a large minotaur there looking down one of the gangways. A minotaur? Yeah, big one. Is anyone else on my ship? Not that you can see. Hey! Hey! What the hell are you doing on the giant autumn? Uh, and, and, and the minotaur... <laughs> the minotaur turns around and, and looks at you. And he kind of lets out a... Ugh! Answer my question. Bull nose, what are you doing on my ship? I was invited here on your ship. By who? And uh, Templeton pops his head up and he says, Oh, hi, God Gideon. Damn God damn it. You know what? I don't have time to get into this. Templeton, what happened to Faye? And he, he looks down the, the, the gangplank and they look, or down the passageway and he looks back at you and he says, I don't understand what you mean. Faye's in the fight. We were just heading over there. So we, so she won her first fight. Won her first fight? 
Where have you been? She won her first fight and her second fight, and, and now she's in the she's in the grand whatever they call it here mustering. She's in the, the grand, bo- mustering. grand mustering. Right. It's right. Okay. So that's whoa. All right. Listen, I, I got caught up with some other things. This is great news. So she's she's alive and she's on a hot streak. Yeah, she has a chance to win it. Hell yes, Faye. Yes. Yes. Okay. Who's this? Uh, and I, I sing my scimitar at the Minotaur. Scimitar at the Minotaur. I say that out loud. Uh, this is Engelbert. Okay. Why is he here? Uh, he, he's just helping me haul some drinks down. The captain wanted a bunch of drinks. Uh, how did you meet him, Templeton? Like, is he a friend of the captain's? We're, we're all small folk, here, Templeton, so... So... Yeah, I... I I know him. He's in, like a neighbor for, for me. I I want to do an insight check on Templeton or this whole situation. I've never right. have I ever seen Templeton not with his rat family. Like uh, Hannah and Templeton and and they all they all keep pretty tight together, don't they? Yeah, they do seem to be hanging out pretty tight together. You, I mean, obviously you've seen him on the ship by himself, but right, we don't we don't see many large folk around here. Ooh, I got a plus zero, but that's seventeen. Uh, you know that there's a fine spray of blood across Templeton's chest. Have you been in any fights, Templeton? <laughs> and he laughs, and he said, I've been in lots of fights, you know that. Yeah, I mean in the competition, Templeton. You, you sign up for any of those pit fights? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do something like that. It's all for the Mavros people. Mm. So that must be uh, wine on your pal there, Templeton, right? No, I, I haven't started to drink yet. I'm going to go down the uh, the trap door. Is that where he came from, like below decks? Yeah. I'm going to go down there. Uh, so he's still standing in there, so you'd have to go by him. That's fine. And he puts his hand on your chest, and he says, What are you doing? Don't you want to help with the drinks? Yeah, we keep the drinks below deck, so go and go get some. Well, I'll bring them up, and then you and Engelbert can haul them out. How about that? Yeah, I actually have to grab some from my quarters as well. So you know, I, why don't you, Engelbert, stay up here, and I'll bring him up, Templeton. How does that sound? And he kind of swallows, and he looks at you, and then he looks over at Engelbert, and he says, that's not going to work for me. Hmm. Listen, Templeton, I like your style. All right. How about I share some information with you, and maybe if it's uh, valuable enough, we can... Uh, I don't know. Team up. Okay. I'm going to pull out one of the big leather sacks of acid balls. Okay. I'm going to go, here, big fella, you hold this. Uh, 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 sure, you hold it. And I'm going to hand one to Templeton. Because I have, I took the one that we just pulled out of La Jolla. So I have two. Okay. And I'm going to give it to Templeton. I'm going to say, hey, you know where I got these? And you see him sort of looking at at the sack and, and examining it really carefully. Uh, as says, they're doing that, I would like to take both my swords and puncture them as they're holding them. <laughs> Tell you what, if you can make it a deception check, you can puncture them both automatically. Ooh, okay. What's my DC? <gasps> Come on, Gideon. Come on. This would be so cool. I want to save my crew. God, they're all going to be dead. Fuck. Uh, I will say it's 14. 14? Okay, so I ha- I only have to roll a 7 or above. I have a plus 7 to deception. Okay. <laughs> no! That's a 6! That's a 13. Fuck! 
<laughs> Do I have any bear folk things? Hold on. Hold on. No. No, I got nothing. All right. So as you move the step, the step is this the deception check was to puncture automatically. Can I mm-hmm. puncture manually or to roll to see if I puncture it? Uh, uh, yes, but so here's what we'll roll initiative. Okay. If you can get in faster than they can, then uh, you can just roll a, a regular attack against armor class 11. Okay. <sighs> Come on. Come on. Okay. Uh, that's a 17. So Engelbert, he got a 14. Okay. Oh, but Templeton gets a nine. So you yes! get to beat both of them. Okay. I will do an attack and then I will do a bonus action to offhand attack and attempt to puncture both. All right. So who are you doing first? Um, is there any blood on Engelbert? Not that you can notice quickly. I'm going to do Templeton first then. Uh, okay. Uh, I have to beat an armor class 11. Mm-hmm. Done. So first attack is 17. The Templeton bag is punctured. Everybody has to make constitution saving throws. Oh, sh- shoot. Here we go. Ooh, 19. Oh. Okay. Uh, this cloud of sort of, you know, that billowy mel- melon smelling stuff whistles out of this and the Minotaur bends over, hacking. Templeton coughs, but is still functioning. Okay. Min- Minotaur's out of commission. Um, great. So then I'm just going to put a sword to his throat. And I'm going to say, I'm going downstairs, Templeton. So as you go to put a sword to his throat, he moves surprisingly lithely and quickly and tumbles out of the way, dropping the the leather and he pops up holding a dagger in each hand did he move away from me or just there he moved away from you do i get an opportunity attack you don't he seems to be particularly adept at avoiding Mm. opportunity attacks i like that rogue business good job templeton and he says i told them this was the way told who i told them that this was the way and that they had to come with me. And they didn't want to come with me. And now, look as what's happened. Are you talking and about he your... lunches himself at you. Oh, he gets a 7 and a 10. Oh, Templeton, you made a big <laughs> mistake. Oh, Templeton, it's about to go down. I knew it. I knew it, Templeton. This is, what is this, cabin boy versus assistant cabin boy? A battle for the ages? <laughs> yeah. My God. There, there's a swelling of majestic, momentous music. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to take two two uh, uh, attacks on him. Okay. Okay, uh, that is a uh, dirty 20 on the short sword and uh, 14 on the scimitar. Uh, the 14 is a miss, but the 20 is a hit. Uh, that's 17 piercing damage. You again see him tumble out of the way, and the blade doesn't sink as deep into him as you would have expected. Would you say that he dodged it uncannily? Yes. Oh, man. This is it, Dippleton. We are a fair fight, it seems like. You don't even need your big muscle here. Not that you have him. All right. Because of fancy footwork... If I make a melee attack against a creature, it can't do opportunity attacks on me. So I'm going to now go below deck. Oh, okay. Uh, you go 
down the stairs and you see Hannah and the rest of the family lying there. Um, oh man. Oh, Hannah. Can I try and give her a Tyro Thunder Muffin? Is it too late? It is too late. Okay. I want to... I have like 30 feet of movement, so I hope I have this time to just like... Can I just see if they have any like... I don't know, necklaces or rings or like something that would signify them? Like a like a locket or something? Yes. They would all have various bits of jewelry. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I think that's all I can do. Okay. Uh, so the Minotaur is not yet functioning... The rat folk leaps on you from the top of the thing with his two daggers and gets a six. So obviously misses with one and he gets a 17. Oh, 17 is my armor class. As he leaps at you, you dodge out of the way and this dagger just grazes you. And you take seven points of damage and I need a constitution saving throw. Oh my god. Six. Uh, so you feel this wooziness as the poison on the blade starts to affect you, and you feel dizzy and unable to focus properly. How dare you are poisoned? Why did you kill them, Templeton? As you guys are dancing and, and talking, you see tears come to Templeton's eyes. He says, Chickrick told me this is the way this is how we rid this world of all of these people how we get back to where we belong and they wouldn't come with me they wouldn't come with me why don't you go alone Templeton I'm gonna like cough up some blood (laughs) some poisoned blood (laughs) they tried to stop me I had no choice Uh, okay I would like to grab something of like Henna's as I'm hoping I can do it as like a bonus action you can certainly reach down and grab something off the corpse. Yes. Oh man, uh, I'm gonna take a. Sw- oh, I'm gonna take one swipe at Templeton. Disadvantage. Uh, <laughs> that's still a 19, though. All right, that's a hit. 21 piercing damage. Okay. So he again dances out of the way and avoids that, but you can tell that you've cut into him pretty good. Hmm. I can't. Oh man, I'm I'm gonna run. I'm gonna take Hannah's. Uh, what is it? Like, is it a locket or something? It's it's a, a bracelet. Okay, uh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna grab I'm gonna grab her bracelet. I'm gonna look at Templeton and go. I don't ever want to see you on this ship again, and I'm gonna leave. So I can I can get uh, thirty feet. All right, so he is gonna get an opportunity attack on you as you run by him because nope. you have to run back up. I took it. I did a melee attack on him. So no, he don't. Swashbuckler, okay. baby. Hi, this is Arif Silverman, and I wanted to let you know that my radio play Black Blade is now available to stream on the Fantasy Network. The play chronicles the apex of a decades-long witch hunt and includes ancient forests, wyverns, and magic swords. A diverse cast of characters and team members tell a subversive, timely story about a world racked with political and environmental struggles. I hope you'll tune in. You take off and you run down the gangplank into the city? Yeah, I'm going to start heading towards the arena. Actually, I think I would make a pit I, I think I would make a pit stop at that bar we were at. 
The very first place you met was the Galloping Gourmet. So as you run down the gangplank, I am going to get you to make me a constitution saving throw. All right, that's a 17. All right. So the, the you feel the, the effects of the poison wearing off. You are no longer feeling dizzy. But uh, as you run down the gangplank, you can hear the, the minotaur behind you, and you can hear behind him Templeton shrieking to get him, get him. As you run down it, you see that there is a... There's two longshoremen carrying this large stained glass window right in your path. So you can use acrobatics to try to leap over, or you can use strength to plow through it. Uh, I'll use acrobatics. (laughs) It it very much feels like any kind of action movie chase where I run into like a, a fruit cart. You bet, buddy. <laughs> I'll just do acrobatics. Uh, that's a nat 20. Uh, All right. So just for the viewers at home, 31. <laughs> All right. So, so you let, me, let, me, this- let me see if I can t- say what I want to do, in fact. Sure. I want to <laughs> jump on one of the dudes carrying it, do a handstand on his shoulders. Okay. I'm going <sighs> to... And clean up a spot from the glass, and then flip over to the other side and keep running. <laughs> I was poisoned a second ago. <laughs> you yell over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you uh, hear the uh, the sound of breaking glass as the minotaur just plows through it. Engelbert, come on. And uh, let's see. And you see uh, Templeton leap over his friend and land and start to run after you. All right. So you've got, uh, it's not very far, it's about 150 feet upstream where the bar is. Uh, okay, great. I, I can go, if I go full on movement, I can go 90 feet. Oh, right. So I'll so he can go I'll be there in a bit. Fast as well, but I don't think he can go that fast. So let me, let's say this. If you can stay ahead of them, specifically Templeton for three rounds, then you are able to lose him in the crowds. So I, what's I, I happening will say, is- I will say honor system, I think if he's a rogue, I think he can do the same. Oh, unless he has like 25 movement, like as a smaller race. Uh, he does have 25 movement. Ah, then I do go faster than him. Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> I'm not a small race. I just made my guy small. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> So you run into the roadway, and there is this huge uh, display. This is a, a church out of the Southlands, and there is all of these bright colors and dancing humanoids of carrying beads and dancing around. And you see that behind them is another much more solemn processional, and up ahead of them is a, a series of medieval knights in, in full armor with a uh, leader. Uh, roll me a religion check. Twelve. Yeah, that's probably good enough. So what you are seeing is a uh, uh, the parade of all the various churches of Mavros. So, far to the south uh, and to the other, in some other lands, Mavros is known as Perun, and to the north, uh, he's known as Thor, 
Uh, and so these are all various churches at the start of the grand mustering happening. So they've had a, a procession through the streets and there's crowds on either side and there's a group uh, of wild dancers right in front of you, a very solemn marchers behind you and this elegant column of, of knights led by this tall, blonde, long blonde-haired uh, human paladin ahead of you. And mm. you're sort of running through the crowd and the parade. Do I recognize that paladin as a paladin of Mavros? Like, do they have a si- similar insignias of, like, like La Jolla does? Yes. Okay. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm, if I have to run through this place anyway, I want to be, like, kind of weaving my way in between the armored guys. Make me a acrobatics check. Uh, 16. So they're moving at a fairly sort of sedate, regal pace. So you're able to sort of <laughs> run in between the horse's legs and, and <laughs> causing a bit of a, you know, some of them are startling and things. Sorry, and sorry about that, sorry. And I <laughs> kind of puke up a little bit of the poison. Ooh, yeah, I, I'm not in the parade. I, I'm saying to the passerbys, sorry, this isn't, I'm not, I'm just here. Uh, behind, let's see how Templeton does. Yep, even though you've caused some disturbance, he is also able to dodge and dart between the horses, and you hear him coming up behind you. Mm, that's fine. I didn't go in the armored guys for the rat. I went it for the minotaur. And indeed, the minotaur plows into one of the horses, and you hear the sounds of this big, gigantic draft horse going down as the minotaur rams into the back of it. Oh! There is uh, a fight starting behind you. Imagine, imagine, <laughs> imagine being a beast that lowers its head to ram into things, and you ram into the back end of a horse. That sucks. I'm sorry, brother. You'd seem like a bad guy, but that sucks for you. As you as you move up onto the next procession, it's much more interesting because it is a collection of barbarians. And leading this particular barbarian group is this golden brown majestic bear folk. She's got bulging yeah. muscles and she's about seven and a half feet tall. And she is singing in the softest, sweetest voice while all around her are these big human and orc and bear folk barbarians are cheering and roaring for her. Yo, hell yes. I, I, I just kind of want to come up running beside her and be like, what's your name? <laughs> she, she looks down at you and she says, in this sweet voice, my name is Honeysuckle. Honeysuckle? I'm going to whip my dagger of returning at Templeton. Okay. All right. So you. <laughs> I'm in so love. You... <laughs> okay. So you, you throw that dagger. Roll, roll to hit. I got a 17. That hits uh, for uh, six piercing damage. Right. So Templeton is not looking good. And Honeysuckle says, well, Come. Come watch me fight for the glory of Thor. Ah, Thor. Ha, Mavros. I get it, sure. I'm a little bit busy. I just found this guy that killed some of my crewmates, but uh, I'll be sure to come check you out. Don't you worry, Honeysuckle. I have a piping hot bag of mini donuts waiting for me at your fight. Wreak vengeance for your friends. Hmm. All right. I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to run straight at Templeton and pull both my swords out. <laughs> this is for Honeysuckle! <laughs> I'm going to always kind of have one eye 
behind me just to see if she's watching. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Thor procession will just stop and the barbarians will make a, a make a ring and they'll all start so grunting something in, a, in his deep voice as they are happy to watch a duel in the middle of their procession. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's so right. dope. d and a cool game. <laughs> Roll that initiative. We'll just start from scratch. Okay. Gets a 16. I also got a 16. His dexterity is 16. My dexterity is 20. Okay. You go first. For the glory of Honeysuckle. That is... Ooh. <laughs> not great for Honeysuckle. Uh, that's only a 15 and a 12. The 15 hits. I'll take a few. That was the good one. Here we go. 20 piercing damage. And I'd like to start doing it non-lethally. <laughs> okay. Well, you... Jam your gilded sword. Tell me how you bring him down. Uh, he sees me talking to this like very big uh, uh, bear folk barbarian. Yeah. I'm gonna, so I'm going to pull out two swords. I'm going to be running at him. And then I'm going to ping a coin up in the air. So as he follows it, I'm going to be running straight at him and just shove my scimitar into his shoulder. And then use the guard of it to punch him in the face and knock him out. So all around you, the barbarians are like... <sighs> Boring. <laughs> so as the That's guy fair. drops, can I can I try try my best to make it look like I just killed him? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Roll me a performance check. <laughs> and with this, I end you and your laugh for sure. That's a nine. <laughs> so these are all really sort of experienced warriors, and they they watch that, and they oh. honeysuckle gives you a sort of a very polite thumbs up. Yeah, and killing never gets any easier. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the procession uh, moves moves around you. One one of the orcs gives you a pat on their shoulder, like a good job. You won the fight. Great. Uh, they and then the uh, knights move around you, and then the wild dancers dance around over on top of you and around you. And then two two foe fighters, two very, very slender trollkin, both of them uh, wearing these swords that look awkward. They, they make shooing motions like you have to get the body out of the middle of the parade. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, I, don't, I didn't see where you two were at the running of the, with the frickin' scythe cart. But yeah, good thing you're here on parade duty. I'm going to pick up the body, like I'll, I'll, I'll fireman carry Templeton, and I'll just continue up to the bar. So the, the bar is only about 50 feet down. There's a bunch of people standing out front watching the parade. Inside, there's lots of drinking and action going on. Roll me perception. It's a nat one. <laughs> you don't. It's really crowded. You cannot see anybody that you recognize. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just going to start shouting. I'm going to go, Pawdings! Captain Ashton Pawdings! It's your favorite boatswain! I have kind of good, but mostly bad news. Bartender leans over and says, You're looking for Poddings, is that right? Well, really anybody in my crew, Poddings would be ideal. Well, uh, they've all headed over to the Seat of Mavros. Faye, your your princess, your mm, pirate queen. I, yes, I, that's I, right. I've seen to the bartender, I put my saber up. Queen, right. you not see me holding a corpse? Yes, well, and he gestures to the bar and you see like there's three or four others all holding corpses too. <laughs> this place is kind of fucked up, actually. This is really going to de- desensitize me to death. 
<laughs> he says they've all headed over to try and get good seats in the uh, seat of Mavros. Uh, right, and and you you know Faye's name, so obviously she's I would say a crowd favorite. Oh, all of you pirates have been in here just d- drinking to the gills. I'm happy to have you, of course. I turn my saber back on him and go. So she's a crowd favorite, right? Yes, yes. She's she is a crowd favorite, certainly. I think most people in here are rooting for her. Yeah, all right. I, it would be sad to see her go. Yeah. Yeah, it would. But that ain't gonna happen. Uh, and I'm gonna turn, and as I leave the bar, I'm gonna go, Three cheers for Faye! Hip hip! <laughs> yeah, so the whole bar joins in, absolutely. Yeah! <laughs> Right before I head out, I'll just take a quick peek out the door and just see what the situation is with the Minotaur, how that's being handled. Uh, you don't see the the Minotaur. Okay. And now when you look out, it's that slow-moving, very elegant procession. Great. Uh, I'm going to start heading up towards the seat, but I'm going to be taking, like, back roads and alleys and whatnot. All right. So it takes you 15, 20 minutes winding through the back, back roads, carrying this corpse. Or at least the unconscious body. Yeah, I'll call it a corpse, but he is still alive. All right, just roll me a four-sider, will you? Uh, three. So you got th- well, three hours with him being unconscious. Okay. Oh, and that means Faye's one of, like, the, the final eight, right? She is. Yes, Faye, good job. Hell yeah. Uh, you make your way through the crowds that are gradually getting thicker and more and more. There's more and more people. Uh, a lot of people are moving through the little side streets. There's, As you look over, you see um, crowds of different types. And again, this music and processional is happening on the main street, but on all these side streets, there's people moving towards this this main event. And there's tons of sellers and people offering food and torches and and people have already whipped up sort of pennants for the the top eight um i'm just gonna take a second and tie templeton's hands with rope okay like behind his back in fact i'll full-on hog time <laughs> hands and feet all right uh yeah and then I, I would just search for for captain ashton while you're tying him roll me an investigation 13 from underneath his shirt, you see a rat skull necklace. Ah. Uh, Very similar to the one that Maeve is carrying. Yeah. Huh. I'm going to keep it on him for now. Okay. But I will search his pockets and whatever for anything else. Like, I'll I'll also, like, throw away his daggers and whatever. They are very ornate daggers. Hmm. Actually, they're mine now. Yeah. They're actually mine <laughs> now. I don't know if, I don't know if they're going to be better than my dagger of returning, but they're mine now, actually. And you see the remnants of some sort of sticky material along the blade of them. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I'll put him in my bag for now. I do want to learn more about that poison, but later. Okay, there are lines that stretch off to the east and to the west. You are coming from the west. It's, you know, literally thousands of people, but you could make a perception check. Come on, Gideon. Nine. Yeah, you just can't spot him. Uh, if I if I can't see Ashton, can I look for Tasha? I'll let you make one more check for just the crew in a general sense. Oh, okay. Dirty twenty. It's not good enough, I'm afraid. What? All right. <sighs> I think. Uh, 
I don't know. We're gonna have our hands full. I, I think before I go, I uh, I want to like take Templeton and like strip him of all his weapons and like his armor and like make sure that he's like still tied up, and then I will kind of put him. If there's like an equivalent of like a Mavros dumpster, I'll put him in that, and I'll like if I have to like mark down where he is. We got bigger fish to fry, but I, I, we we got to deal with this at some point with Poddings. If Poddings is still even alive, oh my god, I don't know. Actually, yeah, just roll me one more perception check. Oh man, I can't do much better than a dirty 20. 14. As uh, you make your way slowly along the line, you get to the front and you see standing there huffing and puffing Chisk. And we will leave it there for now. There we go, Griffin. Thank you very much. Damn. Please let us know where we can find you on the internet. Uh, You can follow me on any platforms at Griffin Cork. And if you have any thoughts or questions or concerns about the show, you can email me at griffin at diazcast.com. And diazcast.com is our website. You can get all the information there. You can see our blog. Uh, feel free to leave us a message wherever you collect your podcasts. We have a couple of more reviews. We have a couple more people who are going to be features as NPCs in the next upcoming session. And we will uh, look forward to hearing from you on Discord. Or you can find us at The Diazcast on Facebook and Twitter. And if you are a Tubi subscriber, a Tubi account holder, a movie that I was in called Broken is now available for free on Tubi uh, in Canada and the U.S. Ooh, cool. Bye, everybody. Ciao. We'll see you next week. Step right up. The most amazing tales appear before your very eyes. Gathered from the four corners of Earth and brought here to you at 19 Nocturne Boulevard. See the famous man-eating book of Sumatra. (laughs) Or a phantom direct from merry old England. Or aliens from beyond the stars. Even such as these cannot withstand our platinum death ray. Yes, our platinum death ray! All these and more spread out before you. And all we ask is a moment of your time. Spin, Spin the, the wheel. wheel. And make a chance. Try, Try your, your luck! luck.